collaborators. Um, I am only on two platforms today because today is Wednesday, which means it is the day for career chats. So if you um, have not been on career chats or considered it and you work for someone else, that means you're not an entrepreneur, you work for someone else, um, I would love to have you on as a guest so that your story can encourage somebody else and their story. Um, the way to get in touch with us is just to say, uh, email us at info at bonswai.com. The information is down below on the little ticker if you want to join us for Career Chats. But today it'll be happening live at noon. And our special guest is Stephen Tucker. Um, he is a person that I met before Northland even opened. Um, he is a cool guy. So you want to hear his story today so that it can encourage you. So let me go ahead and get into what today is all about. And so today's topic is called walking with, like I really wanted to come on and walk it, walk it like you tuck it. But then I said, nah, um, that song in its whole context is not a good song, but I do like that one part, walk it like you tuck it. Anyways, let me go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. And then we're going to jump into our message today. If you are listening to this anywhere else, my name is Latasha Martin. Uh, for some reason, if you're not a member of the Connect, Collaborate, Create group, I would love for you to invite people in or um, you can share the word if you find that the Holy Spirit moves you into that space. So dear God, we thank you so much for bringing us together. Yes, one more day. Lord, I'm so grateful every day just to come in and be authentically who you created me to be. Lord God, I pray that this message today reminds people of the importance of hanging out with people, um, allowing people to love on them and for them to love on others. And it might not always be the people that we expect it to be, but dear God, I pray that you open our minds to be open to new relationships, new dynamics in existing relationships. And most importantly, that um, our guilt or our inability to accept the new doesn't prevent us from what you may desire for us to do. So dear God, I thank you so much for just coming in and consuming this atmosphere today, Lord, and just showing up in a mighty way. We thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Idolin. Now, this is the interesting thing about this topic today, walking with um, my one friend or actually one of the members of the group of this group, 
connect, collaborate, create. Shannon Carter, she actually has a song called Walking, a recorded song, like really like a real, real song. Like it's on iTunes. Um, that is so cool because it says I'm walking into everything that God has for me. And it is a powerful song. And I was thinking about that song, but then I was thinking about like one piece of it that is a difficult part about walking. And that is, um, as many of you know, most days of the week, I'm out walking at some point in the day. Um, and so yesterday, as I was out there walking, what I realized is it's cool to walk by yourself, but it's real cool to walk with others. And so what God wanted me to challenge your thoughts on today is who are you walking with? And how are you walking with others? And so the first scripture that we have comes out of Proverbs 13, 20. And it says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Let me read that one more time. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. And we've heard this statement before, birds of a feather flock together. And it, it would be a strange thing if you saw a group of birds and then it was an outlier. There's this great book. I don't even have it with me. It's called um, Turkeys and Eagles. It was so written so far back, you can't even find a new copy of it. And I was talking to my friend who actually told me about this book because in the book, Turkeys and Eagles, one of the big premises is there's two baby eagles. And for some reason, their parents have left them. I can't even remember that piece. I said, I need to go back and read the book, but they fall before they know how to fly. Oh, that's a whole message right there. They fall before they know how to fly. And what happens is, is that these eagles are among a bunch of turkeys. Turkeys can't fly, by the way. So these eagles are around these tur turkeys and they have identity crisis because um, who they instinctively are versus who they are around is so far from different. Like they're, they couldn't be any further away from being the same. And so the one ego struggles through this book, constantly recognizing like, there's a reason I just don't fit. There is a reason I don't fit with the people, with these birds that I've been, uh, that I've been destined to. And there's a whole process that these two eagles go through. And one of the eagles almost says, I'm just going to blend in with these turkeys. And the other eagle is just like, I'm, I'm going to try, but I'm not really good at this stuff because something just doesn't feel right. So there's this narrative that happens with these turkeys and these eagles through the majority of the book. And I don't want to ruin the end for you. But what it reminded me of, and my friend and I were talking about this yesterday, and, and I say this to my kids, and she was explaining that it actually happened to her yesterday. Someone explained it to her a while back. And what it said, and I do tell my kids this, when you hang with people, and you always feel like there's something different about you. Either one of you are going to come up or one of you are going to go down. One of you going to come up or one of you are going to come down. But you can't have a long-term relationship and still remain polar opposites. Now, there might be some things about you that are different than someone else. But to really go deep in relationship with people... If you take a look, and, and, and this is, I don't know if this, I think this is just a, a, a quote that people say, the sum average of the people that you spend the time with, you're right there somewhere. You're right there somewhere, whether it's in mindset or just your perspective on things. Even if you feel like you're an outlier from the group that you hang out with, 
Because what will happen is if you're trying to fit in with this group that you're not instinctively connected to, then what happens is, is that you're like, um, what we call it is you're switching up to fit in. And then your dreams start to shrink or your dreams start to grow based on the people that you're around. Now, this is a big takeaway I want you to hear though. What this doesn't mean is that you look around to your friends and you're like, oh yeah, that's what's going on here. I've outgrown my circle of friends. No, 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 no. It doesn't mean that you just kick everybody to the curb and you want to start anew because the thing that's kind of hard when you're hanging out with people is to see your own blind spots. So where you might be with a group of people that are go-getters and you're just justifying your excuses, the go-getters might be feeling like you're not alike because they're trying to pull you out of your comfort zone. And you don't want to come out of your comfort zone. You want to stay where it's comfortable. Because when it's uncomfortable, all kinds of things can creep up in your mindset. So then there might be another group of people that you hang out with and you might hang out with them and think that, and I know nobody says this out loud, but I know sometimes you think it, where you think you better than the people that you around, but you don't want to say that because that would just be so wrong and not godly. <laughs> but really, if you were honest with yourself and you were saying really to yourself, you would say, if I think about the people I hang out with, really, like, I'm not, be- this, this, this is the thing. My mom used to say this to me all the time. I'm not better than them. I'm better off. Nah, yo, that's judgment. So like, if that's what you believe, I would even have you challenge that because when you think that you're better than, then why are you so comfortable around? I'm not comfortable around them, Latasha. Well, if you're not comfortable around them, then why do you spend so much time there? Now, I know I'm getting all up in some people's shine on not right now because what happens as believers is we feel guilt of how we really, really feel. Anybody with me or am I alone? You feel guilt about how you really, really feel. Because God may have even told you, you need to switch it up a little bit, but you don't want to switch it up a little bit because you want to switch it up a little bit, but you feel this guilt that you need to, you know, people will say sometimes you're forgetting where you came from or on your way up. Don't look down because, on you know, you'll see the same people going up as you see going down. Nah, it ain't none of that. It's not about a classism thing. It simply is asking you to have a conversation with God and say, God. If you need to expand my circles, allow me to be open to the expansion. And then understanding that no matter what circles you're spending your time in, that these circles all have some type of value to you. But the big key is, is that you're spending enough time with God, renewing your mind to understand your role in any of these environments. Like that's the big key to me because this is the thing. It says, he who walks with the wise becomes wise. How are you measuring wise? Are you measuring wise pressed up to the word of God and saying that wise people are godly people and they're they're exhibiting godly traits? Or are you pushing up wise as to something about them that you see as success that you admire without looking at the full character of who they are? Are you looking at people that you say are fools pressed up to the word of God? Or are you looking at people that you see as fools because they've made decisions and choices that don't line up to what your 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 priorities and, and your, your, 
your values and your decision-making processes are. I think sometimes when we look at the word of God, we make it too complicated. Sometimes we need that faith, that childlike faith. That you might look at somebody who has that childlike faith and you're calling them a fool. When they're so far from being a fool. They got that unwavering, uncompromising faith because they believe the word of God for what it says. And having that faith and having that knowledge and having that wisdom does not always go into degrees and status and all of that. Some of the wisest people who lived a life of faith and walked it out may have only had a middle school or elementary school formal education, but they understand the gospel of the word of God. And we get so wise in our own eyes that we don't see value there. Used to be guilty of it. I'm going to just tell y'all right now, when I graduate, you know, you go through college. I don't know. You go to college and you lose your whole mind because then all of a sudden you think you're too smart for yourself. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm talking about me. I thought I was too smart for myself. So I got so intellectual that I would be like, "Mm, if I'm going to church, I can only go with this kind of teaching. But as I grew closer to God and I recognized people who knew the word, now it don't it doesn't matter if it's say if they saying dim those or they using 10 letter words. You can get a word from the wise who understand the word when you know the word. You can hear the word, you can feel the word. And so I want to challenge your assumptions today on who you're walking with. Are you so comfortable with your circle but you're not comfortable with your circumstances? I would say challenge who you're walking with. If you're un if you if you think you're happy in your situation and all is well with your circles, I'm still challenging you on who you're walking with because if you're that comfortable, that means that you that God probably has more for you and you still staying in your comfort zone. And how do you know? Because we know that the word of God talks about that if you are truly seeking God on your face, spending time with him intimately, calling out for his guidance, that he's going to put people in your life to challenge you. Why? Because iron sharpens iron. And his word is like a double-edged sword. It cuts going in and it cuts coming out. So you shouldn't have complacency and have Christ. Now you can have peace, but complacency, I don't think so. So what is my challenge for you today? My challenge is for you to start walking a little bit differently today. And as you are on this walk, remind yourself that the main priorities that you should have is to glorify God and to love, to love, to love one another. Well, how do you love them, Latasha? You love them like 1 Peter 4, 8 and 9 says. It says, above all, love each other deeply. Because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do with the strength God provides so that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen.
So my question and my challenge is, who are you walking with? If you're too comfortable, you might be walking and not really pursuing all the purpose that God has for you. If it's hard for you to walk with others, then you better learn this first Peter 4, 8 and 9. You better learn to love deeply and remind yourself that all the gifts that God has entrusted you with are not for your own gain, but they are to glorify God. And we should be doing things unto God, not just unto others. And allow God to put people in your life to challenge your thoughts and your perspectives. I love conversations with people who are so different from me. Yesterday, when the announcement was made from the VP, I'm like, I'm glad my, my, my timelines are diversified because I want to hear all of it. I want to see as much of it as I can. And don't look at it with eyes of judgment, looking at it with eyes of curiosity. Like, that's interesting that someone would have that perspective. But when we shut ourselves off and we close ourselves to little conversations and in our little circles, then what happens is, is we miss out on the fullness of all that God wants. Remember, as when people accept Jesus into their lives, we all become a part of one body, one body. And God does not have favoritism over one part over the other. And we need to be thankful for the part that we play in the body and in the kingdom. Because it's just good stuff, man. It's good stuff. So as we embark onto this, this monumental moment of change, my, my challenge for you is really, really honestly, like yesterday, I was like, I don't know enough to have an opinion right now. How about that? Do we have confidence to say we don't know enough to have an opinion about some stuff? Whether it's our walk, whether it's the plans that God has for us, whether it's people that are so different from us or so similar to us. Let's 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 walk with courage and love and think about that love. When we say love covers a multitude of sins, think about the people that you really love. You forgive them over and over and over and over and over again. Even when they do you wrong and they do you dirty, you still love them over and over and over and over. So let's try to seek that love out for people that are not in our immediate circles today. Loving deeply. That's what Jesus said. The highest command of all is love. And I'm checking myself before I wreck myself because this can be hard. It can be difficult. To love, to love deeply. When we love deeply, it, it actually puts us into relationship with others where then it becomes margin of forgiveness when people say stuff that would have set you off when you didn't know their perspective fully. This is a great time. This is a great day. This is a great season for us to walk. I, I'm telling you, social media, it can have negative connotations, but I look to it as re opportunities to meet new people that I would have never met because they're not in my inner circle. And I've been, you know, you get so busy with what's in your world that you don't have an opportunity to expand your territory. Social media is just that. Check out some people that are doing some cool stuff and connect with them, like authentically, with a heart of servitude and love and curiosity. So then you have an opportunity to meet new people 
and to get new perspectives so that you then can value the different body pieces of the body of Christ. If everybody you talks to co-signs on your on your thoughts and your perspectives, then I would name, I would say to you, you need to diversify your circles. You just do. And I'm not just talking race, socioeconomic, just grew up differently, grew up in another part of the world, grew up in another city, in another state. Somebody that's so opposite from you, be curious to how did they get there? We all entered the world one way out of a womb. And we were influenced by the influences that were around us most. But we don't know that about people when we meet them today. I say that about myself all the time. If somebody would have said to me in high school, as focused and driven as I was, that I would be the mom of three, which by the way, today is my um, oldest child's 21st birthday. I'm gonna put that on my other page so you can do shouts out to Olivia. She is an introvert that likes people to acknowledge her, but she just likes social media. I gotta do that today, remind myself. Um, and it's weird because I'm not with her. She's at school. But anyways, um, but if somebody would have told me in high school, listen, if somebody would have told me in my season of driving a minivan that I would A, have gotten one and B, would have loved it, I would have said, use a lie. <laughs> Remember when you were literally like, use a lie. That's what I would have told somebody. I would not have believed that about myself. Having kids changed my whole everything about me. So you can't judge me on what you thought you knew me to be. Pre-kids, pre-marriage. That was 20 something years ago. And so let's let's just let's just try to expand our territories as we're walking, you know? Let's do that. And let's use our sister Shannon. If you could post your song for me, I would appreciate that. I talked about it earlier, walking, like listening to these songs. Like I'm walking into everything God has for me. But the only way we can do that is to realize that He made us relational and that we have others that we know now that we don't know that are gonna be a part of that journey for us to be the best version of who God created us to be. That's what I'm saying today. Challenge who you're walking with and how you're walking. That's that's all I'm saying. Who's with me? Who's willing to, to extend their, their circles to one more person and walk in love? Give me a number one if you're willing. A number one if you're willing. <laughs> and I would love to see those things. I know I'll see some later on the replay. But that's the word for today. So dear God, we thank you so much for giving us this word about who are we walking with and how are we walking? Dear God, I pray that we open our minds today to accept some new people in our circle so that we can love them deeply with no agenda other than the agenda is to use our gifts in a way to lift them up and allow people to pour into us as well, dear God. I pray that if unusual relationships come our way, that you give us the wisdom to know, God, you sent this person. Even if it's uncomfortable in the beginning, know that there are no accidents. You don't just meet people for no reason at all. And so, dear God, I thank you for the new relationships. Dear God, I thank you for the expanded circles, dear God. Dear God, I thank you for the understanding and the fresh perspectives as people go into an unusual time and just are curious and not condemning. Dear God, you created every single one of us and you love every single one of us, whether we receive you or reject you. And so God, I pray today that we just open our minds to some new information and some new relationships. God, you are a good God and we thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you for all of the experiences that I'm gonna have now that I'm looking to love deeply 
with new people that I haven't even met yet. I thank you for the supernatural relationships and all that's going to happen when these, when we come together as one body glorifying you with no agenda other than to love and to use our gifts without any kind of overthinking it. So we thank you, God, for everything and everyone that you place in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Love you guys much. Have a great day. Bye-bye.